No! 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 What? Because I was married for two fucking years! You're a cunt, Ryan. You cunt. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. What's up, everybody? It's episode 111 of No, Sir, I Don't Like It. Carmen Morales here with me, as always, the very funny Brian Vokey. What's happening? What up, y'all? Today, we have a wonderful guest. I'm very excited to have him, Mr. Brian Simpson. Yes, it's, it's I. It is I. <laughs> is Brian Vokey always hilarious? What, you're starting coming out at me right out the gate? What? I just, I didn't know if she, pod- if she meant already- that or not. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, why would I? Well, why would I attach myself to him if he wasn't funny? No, but you you said always because I, I didn't know if it was one of those things like when you introduce somebody, you're like one of the funniest people. You, you know, it was mm. just the thing that you say. No, I, I genuinely think Brian's hilarious. Okay, it's okay if you don't. I I don't know. I, I don't. I've, I think I've only ever seen him perform right. one time. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I've seen. I love uh, that we're talking about him like he's not sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, 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 I know Brian Wilkie very well. I've seen him a whole bunch of times, but I've never seen him perform. Uh, it's good. It's real good. You're missing out. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Comedy's one way, and then I did it. Now it's a new way. You know I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how I roll. Mm-hmm. It's so good to have you. I mean, I don't sit on the stool and tell it like it is, like you do. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah do, nah, I do one cheek, one cheek yeah, on the stool. One cheek. One cheek. Yeah. I don't pontificate. Yeah, that's, 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 my, that's my move right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't smoke enough weed to do your style. Uh, I actually don't smoke that much weed. Yeah, but your style is, seems like it's really... It's very weed smoking. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's weed yeah. smoking. We actually just talked about that the other night where it was like, the, he cha- his stand-up changed because he got a CPAP machine. Oh, I need one bad. I ha- I, oh my god, my nigga! Nah, you need to you no. Know, don't 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 give me an excuse. Go get that motherfucker. For Did you get yours in the VA? For kill you? Yeah, I sh- I should do that. Yeah, bro, yeah. bro, listen to me. It's changed my life in a way that I can't even really explain. Like I don't need love or anything now. I just <laughs> I I. <laughs> I can breathe. <laughs> it's it's not even that. It's just like the energy that I didn't know I didn't have. Like for like ten years, I've needed this. Maybe yeah, I took I took a sleep study. I have it bad. Yeah, actually, it's been longer than that because it's since at least since at least two thousand eight, I've needed it. And so for ten years, he was just choking out in his sleep. Yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah, and, yeah, and then one, and then one time, like I recorded it. I recorded myself. Mm-hmm, me too. And it scared yeah. the shit out of uh-huh. me, right? And 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 then I started doing this research, and it's like, bro, the you. So you wake up, well, like when you when you waking up in your sleep, it's like your body is reacting as though you suffocating. Yeah. And so then it is so you get an adrenaline dump, which which somehow the end result of that is that you. You, cholesterol gets deposited in your uh-huh. arteries, so you, you're lo- you're literally slowly building up to a heart attack. Right? Yeah, it's like, and it has all, and it, and it ends up having all kind of other. Health, it gives you a hunchback. Did you know that sleep apnea because it something stores in your back. Like what? people with, with sleep no, apnea is this get, a get a hunch. Theory? No. Is this for real? There's no sleep apnea conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, that's how I got the hump in my back, man. Sleep apnea. Yeah. It just sounds like a strange connection to make. How does it? How does you not being able to breathe have anything to do with your spine some kind of chemical gets released when you're choking and it builds up in your back or something yeah, it's a fluid it's, 
Oh, for real? Yeah, it's a fluid that builds up in your back. Yeah, bro. It's not It's not no joke, man. Yeah, it's, I gotta go. Because it's like, it's one of the things that they call it a silent killer because you feel fine, right? Yeah. Well, you don't feel fine, but you don't feel like there's well, damage. Well, you were just yeah, tired yeah. for 10 years. That was the only thing you said. You, know, yeah. you get so used to being tired, you don't realize yeah. how tired. tired you are. You just feel like And then what happens well. is every once in a blue moon, you sleep at just the right angle. Mm-hmm. Where you get like a decent night's sleep and you wake up feeling amazing. You're and you like, go, oh my yeah, god! Yeah. Oh yeah, and then it doesn't happen again for like a year and a half. <laughs> I, I remember I was on tour with a band in Europe and my uh, guitar player had gotten a line of meth and he had snorted a line of meth and so he was up all night and I was asleep and we were all sleeping in the same room and he said it was the first time we had toured for years together. It was the first time he'd ever heard me not snore. So he filmed me with his phone and he was like, "Bro, this is how you need to sleep. This angle, whatever it is, you." <laughs> Store. And I was like, you need to sober up. <laughs> you need to stop doing meth and yeah, filming man. me. It's, it's become like a curse for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, where it's like, especially... It's ruined relationships, girl. Oh, yeah. It. It's ruined my relationships. It's it's um, it's um ruined some friendships. Yep. And it's made... It's, That's always funny to me is like when somebody when somebody's like, um like they broke up, it just wasn't really working out. And I was just like, are you he trying snores. to tell me you snores? Yeah, because yeah, it's like well. people aren't ever fucking honest about it either. Because my friend, you know, because because and my friends give me shit about it, and it's something I'm really sensitive about. Right. Like I've never really let I've never let it on, but I don't laugh at those jokes. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> like because like you you're literally laughing at me dying. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like and nobody cares. Like it's, nobody yeah, cares. No one cares. No one gives a fuck. No, nobody cares. It's just annoying them. I used to wake up if I slept in a room with like in a, with a band, I'd wake up with all their shoes around my head. Because they had all thrown their shoes at me. <laughs> yeah. They act like it's something you're doing. To I was fighting. I've, with- I've literally been brought on stage and been prefaced with the fact that I have sleep apnea real bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a bunch of times. Yeah. It's it's bad, man. Uh, it fucking sucks. And I, t- I took the test. I wake up 60 times in a in like an hour. Oh, uh, what? Well, yeah, in a minute. It's not as bad as my, mine was, but... but this, you wake up more than 60 times in yeah, an hour? Yeah, it was like I had I had severe sleep apnea, is what they yeah. called it. Yeah, and I, th- I want to say it was it was 100 and something. 100 and something times an hour? Yeah. So it's every 30 seconds. Oh, my damn. God. Yeah. And 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 here's here's another thing. Too. Well, that's how many times you stop breathing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, some, but but it, so now the machine I have will tell you how many, like, it'll tell you not only how many apneas, but what type of apnea. Or, right, 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 right. So how many events it has happened during the night? Because mm-hmm. it still happens. Yeah. It's just that the machine compensates by forcing air down your throat. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Uh, it's just a life change, and dude, dude, just from having the machine, not even from even exercising all that much or anything, I've already lost like twenty three pounds. Jesus Christ, I gotta do this. Wait, what? A, how? So wait, does is it uncomfortable for you to? Because you have to sleep with a thing up your nose. Is it uncomfortable? Like, can you even get to sleep? Like, I feel like that would bother me. Well, having something on your face. Yeah, having no. having like a tube it, it, up your nose. It doesn't bother me at all because it's, it's not it's not up your nose. It's just because now they have all these different options. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you, I mean, you have to have some kind of mask. But you, but some people they have all kind of ones. Ones that go over your whole face. Ones the that just go fighter. over your mouth. Yeah. And but I have the uh, what they call the, the nasal pillows, and they just rest right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just rest right on your nose. Yeah. How much did that thing cost? I don't know. I ain't pay for the cost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the 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 VA pay for that shit, and they send me new. You know, new hoses and all that shit like every six months or so they claim. Yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna go to the VA when I get back. Yeah, yeah, dude. Because, yeah, it, dude, it took me, it took me three years the second go round. 
Really? To yeah. To get the machine? To get, finally get that motherfucker. Yeah, because they kept saying I was slipping through the cracks. But I think what it was is that I was I was technically homeless. Right. And they just didn't, they knew they didn't have to give a fuck. Right. You know what I mean? You were couch surfing and they were like, well, fuck this guy. No, I was I was in a homeless shelter. Like oh, I you was, were? I was homeless in their system. Like, right. Because they have a separate, they have a whole separate department for homeless veterans, right? It, right. They call it H-Pact or whatever, right? And you will literally see when you go to the VA, so you know how you get treated like shit anyway, yes, right? Yes, But when you go to the VA and you go to something, some desk, and you're like, hey, yeah, I'm looking for, you know, radiology or whatever, and they go, you know, last four, uh-huh, last name, uh-huh, birthday, uh-huh. And then you can see the look on their face when they see, you're, oh, you're H-Pract. Um, yeah, radiology for you is over there. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And like, they, they just treat you completely They're different. They're like, go lift that sewer cap. Because they, <laughs> they literally, so I had done, this, I done, I did a test in San Diego like, like five years ago or something. And they told me that the results came back inconclusive, which I told them was going to happen. Because they sent me home with this thing to like put on my fingers and put on my, you yeah. know, put on my ears, and you know, and I'm like, lady, I don't. This ain't shit ain't gonna, gonna be on text. me when I wake up. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna and, text. and I and I kept them, I kept the bitch for like a week. You know what I mean? And I took it back in. And they were like, oh, we didn't have enough data. And I'm like, okay, see. So what did the doctor say? And she's like, uh, she didn't say anything. I'm like, well, aren't they gonna do it again? She was like, no. Like what? Jesus Christ! Right. So then I came back up here. So when I came up here and I was in the homeless shelter, I was like, I went to go do it again, and I told them, hey. I've already done the house thing. It's not going to work. And they were like, yeah, we'll just try it one time. Like, they were acting like it wasn't serious. They, you know? they were just waiting you out. To, yeah. Yeah. And so I did the house thing. It did, same thing. No, not enough data. So then they, they commissioned the overnight study. But it was like seven months away or something. It was not seven months. It was something, but it was something crazy, like three or four months away. And so they gave me an outside place. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I went to that place. Oh, man. Best sleep I've ever had. And then I came back and they, and they said that they didn't get the results. You know, and then a month later they said they still still hadn't got them. And then, so then I was like, fuck it, gave up. Right. Then I go, then they call me after I hadn't been to the doctor for like nine months. They called me and I made a appointment with my doctor and she was like, and I told her like, Hey, they told me they didn't get the results. And I tried a couple of times and I said they hadn't received them. And she looked it up. She was like, Oh, they had them a month later. I was like, that's literally when they told me they didn't have them. Jesus Christ, dude. Right. And she was like, yeah, just go up there right now. You could, you, probably, you should get a machine today. And I went up there and then I bullshit you not. The bitch told me it was no doctors in the, it was no doctors available. <laughs> I was like, you mean there's no doctors here in the whole sleep department? No, there's no sleep doctors on this whole floor. It's like, no. That would be funny if you just sat there and waited. What about that lab coat? What about right. that motherfucker right there? That guy, that guy, no, that guy's just, got doctor written all over him. So, yeah. So then I fucking raised hell with my advocate and my doctor yep. and all that. And then the head of the sleep department called me personally and was like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? We got, we'll get you a machine right away. It's coming in. Boop, boop, boop. And then they still made me wait another month and a half for the machine. There's millions of homeless vets getting treated like this across the country. Oh, yeah. Dude, dude, even worse. Because I, I had a lawyer and an advocate. And you're not like so ment- you're not like mentally ill in this way where you know how to communicate. You know? No. Yeah, I mean, you can talk to them. 50% of them don't even know how to advocate. But, but, but the, thing is, the thing is, the people looking at your, at your file, they don't know that. They just see, they see, the, they see the, these, the diseases you have and they see that you're homeless and they just make all these assumptions. Yeah. You know, like I've had, I've had my doctor like simply refuse to get like just to get like a, like a like a, a full STD screening. Yeah, I, ba- I basically have to lie and tell my doctor that I'm just having like 
copious amounts of unprotected sex with strangers <laughs> in, in alleys in bushes because it's like she's like this if there's a hole my dick's going in it yeah, I don't she, even give a fuck she's like this is. old school lady that, that thinks you you know she doesn't think this but you know what I mean she's like you don't you you, you are you are you homosexual I was like no she's like well you don't need an HIV test I'm like yes I do Jesus for the peace of mind alone yeah she's like are you having unprotected sex I'm like yeah she's like are you I'm like well sometimes this is yeah. This is why I get so pissed off when they parachute a fucking troop into a halftime game to reunite in their son, and everybody cries and cheers. Meanwhile, you're a, you're a fucking actual veteran trying to get a fucking just a simple sleep apnea machine, and they make you run through the ringer, and everybody thinks they're supporting the troops by giving a standing ovation exactly. to a motherfucker dropping into the fifty yard. They line. need to give you a CPAP machine. That's they so be fucking annoying. Or I'm like, or I'm like, why don't you just give me the CPAP machine on the off chance that like I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> And then if I fail the test, then then you can come for me. You know what I mean? You can take the machine back. She's driving yeah. home with a yellow ribbon magnet on the back of her truck tonight. <laughs> you a fucking apnea machine. Because they, they literally like, oh yeah, this could fucking kill you. Um, we're not going to do anything about it for a few months. <laughs> Jesus you <Christ>. know? <laughs> like that, that's like the the VA. I always I always call it a vagina with teeth. It's like yeah. Yeah. they made a movie about that. A vagina, a vaginas with teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, wow, what's it called? Vaginas uh, with teeth. Uh, yeah. I think it's called like vagina uh, with teeth or toothed vagina. Yeah. <laughs> Gap tooth vagina. Yeah, it's a like it's a pussy a, with teeth and it bites dicks off. That should be it's a horror Avenger. film. It should be an Avenger. Yeah, it's a good. <laughs> if I remember, it's a good movie. Oh, okay. I think it's like it's got to be Asian, right? If it's a pussy oh. with teeth, that sounds. Oh no, that I sounds saw, Japanese. I saw a zombie shit monster, a, a Nazi zombie shit monster Japanese horror film where it was like these zombies were coming out of like outhouses and shit like that and like attacking uh, gorgeous Japanese women. Yeah, that all adds up. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and, and for some reasons there were other zombies that were Nazis. It was very strange. Dude, I, I was talking about this on stage, I'll admit that, but there is something I think about losing the world wars that makes you want to shit on your chest because like Japanese and German porn has a lot of shit involved in it you can it's easy to find shit mm. and i think the ego blow of losing a world like a world war a war on a na- international scale like i think it just ruined their self-confidence yeah when, when you're an international loser that's like something that's but like think, it's gonna be hard to take i look at it backwards though what I, do you mean i think letting people shit on your chest makes you want to participate in world wars it makes you want to start them Oh, but see, I guess we just didn't have, it's just a, we didn't have like online porn in the forties, obviously. So we don't know what the Germans were into before. Is this the chicken and the egg and thing? We, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. Shitting yeah. on your chest came first or world wars came first? <laughs> do the Italians do it too? Cause they lost world wars. Ita- here's the great thing about the Italians. They didn't give a fuck about losing that war. It did nothing to their swagger. It did nothing. They oh, just, that's con- true. they just continued on being like, bella, bella, and trying to fuck everything in sight. They did not give a fuck. They also had, no real like like Germans and Japanese had like ethnic cleansing on their mind. The Italians were just kind of whatever. They just tagged up with the Germans because they wanted. They was a yeah. cool older brother. Apparently, like Hitler became frustrated with Mussolini. Yeah, I'm reading a book about it right now because he like the 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 Italians were using like shit technology from World War One, mm-hmm. and they, it was just outdated tactics. And like the the people in charge of their military were like. Uh, like political appointees instead of like military people so it was just and they and they just kept 
Like every time Hitler would advise them, they would just ignore it and do what they want. <laughs> do whatever they want. And, and yeah. get their ass whooped, and then he would have to divert Classic troops Italian. to help them. Yeah. You know, and they, they do that in the mob all the time, where it's like the the Donald give them instructions. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck they were artistic and overly emotional. <laughs> very anti-German. <laughs> That's not how you win it's a war. Quite opposite of German. Yeah, yeah. You know what actually, I mean? actually, the my, so my neighbors, the people who live next. The, well, that's what neighbors are. They live yeah. next door, <laughs> and they uh, <laughs> they they had these Italian, these real life Italian dudes stand with them, and they was just fascinating people. And and the most fascinating thing about it to me because they so they they're like artistic people over there. Yes, and and the one guy has all these cool ass friends, mm-hmm. right? And and it's always like beautiful women coming sure. around him, and. The way these Italian dudes talk to women. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And, yes. And the American women. So they, the way they talk to American women <laughs> and the way those women just take it. Yes. It's crazy. Dude, an accent will do everything. Oh yeah. Like they'd be like, oh, shut the fuck. Like, you, like they would just tell them to it's shut like the shit. It's like the honeymooners. Yeah. 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 It's like <laughs> to the moon. Yeah. 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 They, like, they, just, they were the just, they're just passionate and yes. direct and like the, it's like the way that American women are used to American men bowing down to them and or, or just being g- handling them gently yes whereas they like they didn't do that at all no. and, it, and it didn't matter it was like it was like why do you why are you letting them talk to you like that is it because it's just them and they it, can't it's help that, it's, it's that hot Mediterranean blood yeah like anything that touches a Mediterranean they know how to talk to women um, it's called passion guys that's what it is yeah. it's called I was in I was in Bologna Italy one time and I remember I was standing on a street corner and Everywhere you looked, there was an Italian man falling to his knees, screaming to a woman, <laughs> falling in love. Just everywhere you looked. Like, they were falling in love every five seconds. And then a new girl would walk, they'd give a shit about the old girl. Where they were just like, oh, I'm a well, to be fair, these dudes were good. They were good looking, and they had that, like, ambiguously gay thing yep. going on. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, yeah, just, yeah, lots of leather. Just, yeah. just hipster women just love that. Oh yeah, no. I mean, every everybody wants a strong person. You know what I mean? Like we pretend we don't, but you want to. You want a strong. Well, yeah, well, everyone wants someone that can tell them what to do exactly. when they want. When they, when they don't stop, want to, like when they want to stop thinking. Yes, yeah. they just want somebody to be. They just want to be told what to do. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Is you have to find somebody that's on that scale because, like, some people don't want to be told what to do all the time, but sometimes when they don't feel like making a decision, they want that person to step in and make a decision for them. Right. And then there's people that try to tell you what to do too much, and then it's like. All right, well, I'm not trying to live under this regime you have going on. And then there's right. people that only want to make all the decisions all the time, and they have to find somebody oh, nah, that doesn't want to make I, any of the decisions I, any of the time. I ain't with all that. See, and I, I don't want to be told what to do. I just want somebody that I don't have to always tell what to do. Sure. Yeah. You want a peer, not a subordinate. Yeah. Well, I want I want a subordinate that that doesn't need me around, like my cat. I mean, so, it's like it's like yeah, you need me sometimes, but not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About twice a day, food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you don't feed me, I'll get out and I'll kill myself some food. I don't right. fucking need you. Go yeah, out there and murder some. But some people love that. I bet when those Mel Gibson takes leak, mm-hmm. leaked, I bet like uh, he got letters from millions of women who were just like. Yeah. I want that. Why That's what me? I want. That blow me before the hot tub shit. They were like, I will blow you before the hot tub because I love the way you sound. <laughs> some people, I mean, when, yeah. when you, cause, cause I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, the women serial killers that are sitting in prison mm-hmm. ain't getting no conjugal visits. No. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ain't nobody going to visit no fucking serial killer woman in jail. All these serial killer men are getting fucking visits, my nigga. Like, yes. marriage proposals. Like, they got wives and kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After. If you want to fuck, if you want to fuck for the rest of your life, get caught yeah. serial killing. Murder, murder 20 people. Yeah, murder 20 people. You'll fuck for the rest of your life. Yeah, so, some, people, some, people find, some people find it, fa- I think some women find it fascinating, like the danger. Well, it's also like that. I mean, the curb, curb your enthusiasm did that whole episode on it when that, like, when he, when Larry David had a hit put out on him, all of these women wanted to fuck him because, oh, the like, fatwa. yeah, the fatwa. Yeah. All these women wanted to fuck him just because he, they, like, there was a hit out on him. You know, they were like, oh, this guy could die at any moment. Ooh, how exciting. I want to fuck you. I talk, <laughs> I, I've talked, to, I think I've mentioned this on podcast, but I had one of my best friends killed himself. He shot himself. And the reaction from our women friends on Facebook were just like, I never realized how beautiful he was oh my god he was so funny and so charming and the fact that he wasn't available anymore made those girls so wet so wet and I was was just like weird huh it's weird right one of my options it's like maybe if you thought this way before he wouldn't be fucking dead you know what I mean like like, it's like because I think some women are like I want you to fuck me like you might die yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, you might murder me. Right, I want, I want that. Desperate. Well, there's a difference between you might die and you might murder me. But both of them are. It's all fear based. Yeah. Well, if I don't get a sleep apnea machine, I will die fucking. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, will no die bullshit. fucking. No bullshit. Or you'll die right. You'll die falling asleep after you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a heart attack because I'll be late to a show as usual and I'll be <laughs> running to the, to an improv and I'll just die right as I get on stage. That's one, that's one of my biggest fears. like you, Dying on stage? Or, no, or just somebody dying after I fuck them. Oh, yeah. Cause I, yeah. yeah. Especially like, cause I, like racism really hit me that, hard one time. Yeah, I took, that's race I, right I, there. I took this girl. Uh, like you, you, ever be, you ever been on a date with somebody and then... And it gets to that point where it's like, okay, we both had a couple of drinks. We're going to go back and, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you slowly realize on your way back that they are 10 times drunker than they seemed when you decided to go home. Yeah. That's, that happened to me, right? With, with, with this white girl in San Diego and, uh, and we get back to her house and she, she lived with, with other people, like in this big ass house. Mm And she like she li- she she lived with this family, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I snuck, I was snuck into the house, basically not really snuck in, but it was like, you know, she lived in the helps house, so they didn't want her <laughs> bringing fucking strange dudes home, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But so so I'm snuck into the house, and then and she's drunk. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take a shower, you know, I'll be right out or whatever. And she and then she slips in the tub. <gasps> oh my god! I can god. hear her bust her fucking head, right? And like, not not with, and it, she's not bleeding or anything. Yeah. But, oh my but, god. but I, I I hear the boom. And you went through all the scenarios. And, oh yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh my god, please, yeah, that please. <laughs> that Rolodex <laughs> because. <laughs> Because you know what it is, like when people lose, when people lose family, <laughs> they need someone to blame. They need, yeah, yes. they, they need a villain, and yeah. Not, and not just that, but they, but the sensational story is the is the one that people cling to. So it's like, who am I? Why am I in this house? You know what I mean? Right. Why is she so drunk? Right. Why is she so drunk? Yeah. How did she slip and hit her head? If y'all came home to fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. 
I just went through all that shit and I was like, no one is gonna if she dies, no one is gonna believe me. <laughs> you just left a Brian Simpson shaped hole in the wall like a cartoon. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> so what happened? Was she alright? Did you go in and check on well, her? Well she said she was alright, but and um Did you still smash? I tried to. <laughs> But it was just classic, dude. We were, Even through all the fear, you fucked through all the fear, all of that no, fear because, that you were fucking overwhelmed. Because she with. came out of the bathroom. She came out of the bathroom, and she yeah. still she still wanted to have sex. But it was like, but it was one of the things where it was like, I don't know. And it, but it was like she was too she was too drunk to like try. Oh you know? right, right. Like that's it's a, just that's lazy. a whole another set of scenarios you have to go through where it's like, what if she regrets this in the morning? No, because I wasn't I wasn't really afraid of that. But but I was just more afraid of like. I, well, I wasn't even after at this point. I wasn't even afraid, but I was just like, she like she was drunk, and then she she hit her head, and she's saying she I, <laughs> but she just but and, and so we tried we tried for like ten minutes, and, but it was but it, it got to the point where we were just like you know what this like let's just go for this in the morning like or maybe tomorrow like maybe some other day yeah 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 it's like, not the last day because yeah, I want you to get it together because. <laughs> Cause it was like, cause I, cause I, cause, cause I know since you're a woman, I know that you're going to blame this mediocre sex on me. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ain't, I ain't give you my bet. I'm not going to waste my best stroke. On. <laughs> and you not even be able to be present to enjoy it. Well, she, it wasn't that she wasn't present, but she was just like, she was just not. Well, that's what I'm saying. She's not going to remember conscious. it. As it- <laughs> no, she, <laughs> no, she was. She was definitely conscious, but it was like she just wasn't. She wasn't just. She just wasn't participating. Yeah, yeah. Right. She, she didn't have. The, she didn't have the energy to like fuck me back. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I can't do that. I can't yeah. do the unenthusiastic. Oh, you don't like the fuck the fish or whatever the dead. No, fish no, no. What do they call? There's like what do they call pillow pillow princesses? I think there's a term for that. Or like, hot girls who don't fuck back. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it called a pillow princess um, or something? I'm like not that? sure, but that's right. It's like most girls. Yeah. Yeah, most that's, girls are all most girls. Most girls don't, are don't, awful don't in that. bed, and they and because no one ever tells them, mm-hmm. most girls are awful in bed, and dudes are just so happy that they getting some pussy that they 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 don't tell them because because sure. the onus is on the man. I don't think f- that's true. I, th- true. I don't think it's most girls. I think there are, there are plenty of women, and I think your view is also skewed because it's here. Like Who's I think more women though, him or you, probably her. <laughs> 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 I was just saying his sample size is more informed. <laughs> no, no, but the, but the, but the, the it, it, no, because it's not skewed by here. I fuck more, more women not here actually. Mm-hmm. But but no, but my point is that I think is just the onus is on men to perform in bed. Like if a, if because a, if a man doesn't fuck you good, like if if the sex isn't good, it, like or or if, or if you don't come, it's it's his fault. You know what I mean? He has to make you come. If he don't come, it's his fault. You know what I mean? Like you, it's like he has to do. He, he's the one. I don't being think that that's necessarily true. I think that's why chicks get so self conscious when if they're fucking a guy and he doesn't come. Uh, that, well, that's all. You're right. That that is true. Because I do. I think. Um, I think that that because then that means it's like we didn't make you come. I, so I don't think it's yeah, like. But, yeah, but that, I don't but, think it's your. But, but that's, we take that's that, we take that on us. That shame is something you do to yourself. Like society isn't gonna judge. Like like if if we break up and I go online and go, she never even made me come. No one's gonna be like, Carmen sucks. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's like that's the first insult you throw at a man because it's straight at his fucking ego. Yeah, 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 whatever. Of course. Whereas like I don't think like women do that to themselves. I've, look, I listen. I I fucked this girl one time, and I was uh, I'm I was on antidepressants, right? 
I was about to bring that up. And one of the side effects. Oh, yeah. You kidding me? I fucked a lot of sad dudes. Zoloft. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. One, one, Zoloft. One of the, one of the yeah. Yeah. No, it, it wasn't Zoloft. It was. Uh, it doesn't matter. They all do it. Any SSRI will fuck yeah. with your dick. Yeah. Dude. So they all. So they fuck with your dick, right? Yeah. So there's one. So so now. So keep in mind. Now I'm on this shit. I tell her beforehand, right? Now keep in mind. Now she knows the side effect because she's on the same shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So she's been taking the same meds that I've been taking. She knows what the side effect is. Because it doesn't, I don't think it has the same side effect on women, right? Well, yeah, we don't have a dick that yeah. doesn't get hard. And no, 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 <laughs> you, no. You can lose it's sexual the not desire. Coming. No, no, right. It's, it's, not, it's coming. not coming. Not, not that it doesn't get hard, but it doesn't. You know, it's hard yeah, to you come. can't finish. Yeah. And you can, but you gotta like tap into some primal, <laughs> like caveman <laughs> shit and hope your erection survives all the <laughs> aggression. But <laughs> but but she she. She still took it personal. She still took it personal. Mm-hmm. Like knowing she's on the same meds. Because yeah. dude, it's it doesn't matter because that like and it is a lot of societal things. It's like that's we we're our, our purpose that according to dudes that have told us forever is we make you come. And then if that doesn't happen, then that means we're not a good female or we're not a good woman or we're not like you know we're unattractive. Like so, all all of our worth, all, right, our, all of like, our worth is attached to that shit like that. Like, if I'm attractive, your dick should defy science. Yes, <laughs> yes. You know what? So though? that's stupid. a good. I mean, besides antidepressants, if that if you're if your entire worth is determined on making a man come aside from antidepressants that's the easiest job in the world right. you have plus, to plus, plus also also I, I but I just mean like we've been programmed that way I don't I don't think I think there's you plenty can't, of women you that can't don't make think a that. girl come from a lap dance you know what I mean it's easy to make a dude come like through the jeans <laughs> you can make a guy come through the jeans yeah, like, when, yeah. well, like when I was when I was 13 Oh, dude, I love a good dry hump. I still do. Uh, I, would I still come have a good from dry hump. A breeze. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just whew. well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're new. You're new to that experience. Oh I get it. Yeah, but yeah. but but, 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 I but also crawl on gravel and come. <laughs> oh my God, Brian! But, but also, I don't know if I don't know. I think there's more there's more nuance there than a girl feeling like she just has to make a man come because it can't be that. Just it's it's got to be. It's got to be the circle. <laughs> It's got to be the circumstances. I just, feel like, yeah. like a, I just feel like that's like a. I just remember like for. I think that's something that they try to like like all oh, because the way guys talk about women, it's just like it's they're just vessels for them to come in like when they're talking like to dude to dude, not in mixed company. Like I've been in those plenty of those circles where you guys talk about women, like they're cum receptacles, you know? And it's like, really? Yes. (laughs) You've never talked to dudes about pussy like that. I mean, yeah, but it's not, um, I guess yeah, that's true. I mean, a, a lot of times it turns into that, but that the same thing happens with women. When, whenever, the, whenever women, get, I'm not saying it doesn't, you know, but I'm saying like for some reason, a lot of times women will attach their self worth to that. I'm not saying all women do to being able to make dudes come. Yeah, like that's like because then it's like then it's attached. They're not attractive. People don't want to procreate with them. Like they feel okay. less than as far okay. in an animal sense. I feel like here here here's where here's the nuance for me. I feel like women attach their self-worth not to making men come, but being able to, right? Because that's, sure. that's the distinction to me is because it, it's because it's like, but that's what I'm saying. I don't if care you- if you come. Like, I'm not going to give you a hand job in, in the right. through your pants at, in, the, in the fucking. But that's what I'm saying job. is the ability yeah, and with the antidepressants, right, like, you are if you're in unable to make a man come like that's what I'm talking about. It's not right. like it's it's your ability. That means your your ability as, medicine, as a sexual though. woman. Yeah, right then you're not being able to do the thing that 
you're you should be able to do especially especially because if guys can come from a breeze or whatever i can't even make this fucking guy calm now like how fucking (laughs) like how fucking disgusting of a human being am i if i can't make a guy who a breeze can make come well it's like maybe if you weren't so miserable in every other facet (laughs) that i wouldn't need antidepressants in the first place (laughs) well well, you're the one that's miserable not me (laughs) you're the one on antidepressants like yeah and and you know you know what's really wild is like if a woman is really, really aggressively trying to fuck you and you don't want to, yeah, that is fun. <laughs> like I that enjoy will, that, that situation. Would, that would make her insane. There, there is a there is a comedian in Los Angeles that I do that to nightly. It is so fun. Oh uh, well, see, I'm, but I'm not. Uh, yeah, but okay. There's there. Are, okay, there's more than one type of situation where that's going to occur. Because yep. like, you're talking about like a. I know. I think I know who you're talking about. Um, and, but that's just like a crazy person. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe you don't know who I'm talking about. Then. Yeah, I, oh, okay. think, I don't think you do. Then. Oh, is this, oh, this, oh, this is somebody that just wants to fuck you, and not just anyone. Uh, okay. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Okay, because because there's yeah, we're right. Because there's we're on cause, the same page. Because I'm not talking about somebody that's like desperate for sex. Because that's different. Because no one wants to fuck them. No. So so in I guess it's still the same effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about it's the- just it's just fun because it's like I'm an ugly guy and turning somebody down is just kind of fun right. sometimes. I'm talking about somebody that used to used to having because there's a yeah. stigma that men that like you know will take anything at that, any time. Yeah, that men will take any pussy that comes their way, mm-hmm. and so it's like finally I'm going to allow you in this pussy. You know, you like oh, yeah. actually I'm good. Well, that what? was the other. Well, yeah. I, I got into an argument with with Tripoli about that where he was like, oh, like no chick ever gets friend zoned, and I was like, it's not true at all guys say no to chicks all the time like i've been friend zoned and i get it i'm not like i'm not for everybody but you know what i'm saying like yeah, chicks that, get friend zoned. yeah, yeah. it's also because i'm Sam's a, good just a dirty hang. dog I'm, a, I'm i'm also a good hang so it's, it's different yeah. when you have a dude that's like legitimately wants to still hang out with you and spend time with you but doesn't want to have sex with you like somebody can genuinely enjoy your presence and not want to fuck you and i think a lot of times people have a hard time dealing with that with it when it's man woman yeah because uh, so many yeah. fucking rom-coms are like we were friends and then oops, <laughs> now we're in love forever yeah, hollywood, like, no, sometimes hollywood just friends is ruining how relationships are yeah. really are they, yes. give, they give people these weird expectations da- dating apps are actually i think helping oh wow uh, i think that's, that, a, that's a hot take i i really think that because you're not really doing a cold call anymore. You have something. Everybody was like talking about how superficial the initial meetup is on a dating app. That's a complaint about dating apps, but there's nothing more superficial than just seeing somebody and going up to them and talking to them. It's the same thing, but at least you have a little bit of some questions. At least, you know how the person is trying to sell themselves. You don't really know who they are, but you have a little bit more information than a cold call, which is just approaching somebody at a bar. And so I think, do you? Yes, I think you have you. Well, you maybe you probably. Well, it's have also because you're drinking. You're drinking, so your inhibitions are lowered and shit like that too. That's that whole false but, confidence thing. Like booze has a huge like effect on how people interact socially. Sure, but I do think you're coming in more informed. You're not informed. You're definitely not fully informed. You're coming in more informed through a dating app than you are with a cold call. The dating apps are probably safer. They're safer. I think they're better. I don't like the, I, I never, I, I've been able to get laid my whole life, but I've never really liked that. I like it just simplified. Just like, all right, we both know why we're here. Yeah. You waiting for prostitution to be legal. Yeah. But I do want to hang out though. A little I bit. Don't, I don't, I don't, I don't a little bit. At all. Cause you, you know, the big, you don't want to hang out at all. 
Not he's really. He's got a CPAP. Right, I got a CPAP, yeah. I got everything I need. You got a body, a body pillow, a, a cat, cat, and a CPAP. Because you, you, you know what? Being, I've, been in that situ- I've been in that situation a few times, too, where it's like, we're, we're at my house to have sex, and then, we, and then they don't want to go home. Mm-hmm. And then we got to, you know, and then I just suffer for three or four hours as they take over my TV. I do hate sleeping next to somebody. It's I the, hate that. Oh, or, 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 when, or, or then because I have sleep apnea now... We got to put this mask on. Or, or That's true. I slept or, with a dude once that got super self-conscious because he had a CPAP machine. And I was like, dude, I don't care. I mean, it, it, it's better than you waking me up two times. Yeah, because you know? I'm like, bitch, you can go home because right. I'm not going to not use it. Mm-hmm. You, can take, you can get the fuck up out of here. No, but guys would get so, like self-conscious about like somebody seeing them with it on. I ain't, I ain't going to get self-conscious. about. You know, I'm more self-conscious about my age. How old are you? Just in Hollywood. I'm 37. I'm 34. I feel it. And like, and, and it, this literally happens to me all the time because I know I don't look 37, you know? And, Are you looking for us to tell you that? And I, Agree I, with I was going to say, I'm, no. not, I'm not shocked at all. I don't, I, don't, I, don't look, I don't look 37. And, and I don't, and I don't, I don't, I, I'm not saying I look super young, but I have that, I have the sort of face where it's like, yo, know, you could be even black. Right, I'm like, right. yeah, yeah. And, and, By the way, listeners, uh, and, and sometimes, I, black, sometimes I don't always talk about the things that an, you know an older person would talk about. Anyway, my point is, like, it happened, it happened last night. Last night, I was flirting with some girl from the stage. You know how that happens sometimes. You sure. in the crowd, it just turns into like sure. comedic flirting. And she was feeling me, feeling me, feeling me, and she was like, "How old are you?" And I was like, "37." She was like, mm. "And that was just the end of it." You know what I mean? Right. But <laughs> if you were a 50 year old producer, you'd be right yeah. back in it. No, I was just like, Maybe you just weren't old enough. I was like, you treat me the same way Hollywood is. Yeah, this is the this is the worst age where we're at 34, 37 in Hollywood because you either want to be young and hot or you want to be old and powerful. But right now we're in the middle and middle age. It's the most fucking gutter age. It's a bad time. But the truth is, every almost. But see, I disagree because I think guys are the most interesting when they're in their 30s. Yeah, because I, I, I age like fine. Well, Hollywood doesn't feel now. that way. I'm way better now than when I was in my 20s. As a person, I mean. Oh, for sure. But that doesn't matter. No, no that doesn't matter at all. It's because I think, I think just like how you, you only grow and develop to a certain age and then you start to die. Like, we, we all peak at 22, right? Our bodies and then we all die. Uh, I think... I think that happens like as a person. I think you're the. I think you become who you are when you're in your 30s, and then when you're in your 40s, you're like, oh fuck, I'm gonna die, and then all that shit starts. I think it all starts crumbling from there the same way, except it's like with in your, your personality, yeah. Nah, it don't start crumbling till like 55. But I just, I just mean like, like who, who people are in their 30s is the their best self. Oh, oh Jesus, Jesus. That's I what hope I mean. that's not fucking yeah. true. <laughs> I really hope you don't think you're better true. now. I think I'm better. Place. I hope it's not the best I'm going to be. <laughs> Jesus, this still isn't good. <laughs> this is I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, look at Betty White. Isn't she just improved over the like, like, like more and more? I don't know if she's improved. Yeah, you're right. Maybe she's always been dope. Yeah, yeah she just started saying fuck in the early 2000s. Everybody's like, she's a genius. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, old, old saying bitch fuck saying fuck. Is, Everybody is, loves that. I mean, that's a trope. It's just like kicking somebody in the nuts. That's always going to be funny. No, but she had a lot of clever sayings. She had a lot of clever, like, little whips and shit. Mm, sure. Yeah. The Golden Girls had good writers. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. talking about I'm talking about Betty White, like Oh, the old, woman. Yeah. Like old Betty White on like interviews and stuff like that. She would always say some more I remember her big comeback was Lake Placid or whatever that movie was back in the early two thousands. Oh, I with mean, the big uh, crocodile. Yeah, I didn't see no movies. I just seen her in the interview. I just seen her on like late night circuit and I was like, Oh well, she's she's dope. Yeah. Like Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. They always have one of every demographic that they don't like. Like, there's always, there's going to be one old lady who's the old lady. Mm-hmm. There's going to be, yeah, you always get one. If you can get in on that, man, that's that's good money. 
be the only one of a thing. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, because especially since everybody else is dying off, it's not going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just the last bitch left standing, I feel like people are going to give you props. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I think, I, I think there's something to the people that like that leave. Cause, cause I'm fascinated by people that used to be big stars, like in the nineties or eighties. Or and now they like, they like work at Walmart. Like Brad Presley and like, fucking yeah, Oh, and, the, yeah. And it's like, and, so, and people see that as a failure and it's like, no, those people escaped. Yeah, they got out of jail. They got out before they were before they were stuck. Before they're completely broken. It's that whole like Batman yeah. quote, like you 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 could either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah, you die the hero or you join Scientology. Yeah. I think is what it is. Yeah, you so you just quit before you become a Scientologist. Yeah. Well, because the, you know what it is is like the, this this town or this industry is run by people that where most of them don't know what they're doing, so mm-hmm. they they have all these conventional wisdom requirements and sayings and all kind of dumb reasons why they pick you or don't pick you and then i think if after you've got a little taste you get hooked on transforming into whatever they want or convincing them that you're still what they want and and, and after after 20 30 years of that you don't even know who you are anymore nope and no. then you just butcher yourself with plastic surgery you're just like i mean it's motherfuckers that will li- they will literally get married to somebody as a PR move. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I'm Your saying? whole yeah. life is a bit, yeah, you're, you just become yeah. fucking lost. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Walmart greeter sounds way better than that. <laughs> For real. Just gonna say hi? I'm just like, yo, yeah. get your bread and get the fuck out. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. If I ever, if I ever get a big break, I'm out. Yeah. Nah, I mean, more power to like Kevin Hart and them. That could just make fucking twenty five movies. I can't shit. imagine. Whenever I can't even. I when I, I listen I to an myself. interview with Kevin Hart, I have to. I want to like throw up. Like it's too goddamn much. He was just on Joe Rogan. I know. I tried to listen, and I was like, "Shut up! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I cannot stand his attitude. I hate people like that. I hate being around positivity, them. man. Yeah. Oh, it's not positivity. It's I get it. You're broken, and you spin your unhealthy ambition as a positive thing, but clearly you're hurting and negative on the inside. Nobody who feels positive and healthy acts like that. It's I see right through it, and it's gross, and it stresses me out. You, so you think you think it's an act? Oh, I, I think he believes that it's not an act. I think he's fooled himself into thinking this is positivity. You don't have to work that hard if you actually are at peace. He fooled Joe Rogan. Who has it? Because this, this, this actually came. This actually came up. He actually said, "I just want everybody to know that it's not an act." You know, and Joe Rogan oh. was like, uh, "Dude, if it, if it's an act, I believe he's just keep doing it." What I believe, I believe that he's really doing everything he's done. His life is not an act. I get that, but like he's clearly a vo- he's nobody works that hard without an immense amount of trauma on the inside that you are running from. He is not happy. Well, I'm just he's again, a miserable bastard. I think the, the whole idea of the whole like um like fetishizing hard work. Did I say that fetish? Yes, yeah. fetishizing. Yeah, the whole fetishizing yes. hard work. It to me is that, like that's just so the opposite of what I am. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't work to. I don't live to work. No, mm-hmm. I work to live, and and I. Think, Which is very European of you. Like that's their. That's a yeah, lot of their criticism. And so us. this whole people because it's like because like I I think I'm considered one of the funnier young comics in the city, right? 
And I hate it when people that are, when people that are super funny or people that it comes easy to when they act like they doing all this hard work. I agree. Oh, because I work harder than everybody. Yo, that's what it is. I just work. I just do the work. And I'm like, yo, I don't do any work. I can name three or four comics who email me almost every day to get a shitty lab spot. And they're working their asses off in their garbage. It, right. And they've got right. nothing. It's like it's like it's I because I'm wrong. It's not like I don't do any work. I do do some work, but I'm not <laughs> working. I'm probably I'm probably going about forty percent. That's <laughs> better than Maria Bamford, who has twenty uh, percent. Is the name of her album? Yeah, because because it's, 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 that's the name of her album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty yeah. percent. Like, yeah, twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because it's like it's. It, it's like as soon as I get to the point where I'm where I'm doing it every day, like even when I was working at the store. I, I did less comedy because I was there. All, whenever I got spots there, I was there all the time. Like right. I, will, I will, you know, you work four days a week, then you get, then you have a, then you got potluck, then you got a spot of development mm-hmm. spot. It's like you're literally there every day of the week. Yeah, and it's like I no, no, I this is not what I want. You know what I mean? I don't right, right, want right. to have to the because the, the grind is very romanticized. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, and it's not healthy. Like people, people, like some people feel like they just count the amount of mics they do as though that's what's making you funnier and it's like well that's the whole work smarter not harder type of deal like yeah so if you're if you're putting all your eggs in the store basket like there is something that you're denying yourself which is to be you know performing in diverse places uh to be in front of different audiences and different you know what i mean like working on your perspective instead of working on quote unquote networking or 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 doing whatever the fuck like i stopped going to the improv michael at least the way they used to run it is you know it's it's like i I would go there and it's like you're not you're not guaranteed to go like if if you put your name in the bucket if you get there first or whatever like you're not guaranteed to go up so it's like you could literally be sitting there for five hours and not go up right you could be sending so, emails for work yeah and doing you, different you did shit. till two in the morning and like you ain't even get i was like i'm not doing this shit i'm just not I, i'll find another way like i need to get stage time that i know i can get yeah you know? so i stopped doing that and, and then and but my, my, i mean i guess i'm going on a tangent my point is is that i just with anything First of all, I don't believe you. If you tell me, if you, if you really believe your success is from mostly just hard work, you know, and you're not an athlete, then I'm not, I don't buy that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't buy that at all. Yeah, you're going to act like you don't have that God-given talent to throw that football that far, and that's, it's yeah. just, you just willed that? You think you just willed no, that No, but he said athletes are the only ones who do work that hard to get there. No, no. Uh, yeah, well, I'm saying, I still, I still think even athletes yeah, have, even, have even they don't work talent. their hardest. I mean, I'm certain it, it takes practice for you to fine tune those things, but you still have to have something to shape. No, hard like work gets way, you like, Rudy. It gets you one sack in garbage yeah, but, time. But, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, senior, yeah. you can work your ass off all you want, but if you five five, you're not gonna be in the NBA. It don't matter how much work you do. Right, right, right. It's only been one of them. It's yeah, only yeah. been one Muggsy. nigga that short. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe I don't even think he was that short. Muggsy was five three. He was five, five three. three. I think they just listed him as that. You think so? Yeah, but but, but it don't even matter. But my point is, is like, yeah, you you is no work you can do to make you make you six feet tall. Right, 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 right. And yeah, so. Yeah. No, there's so much luck, and also, really, it has to do with charisma. You got to be able to talk shit with people who matter. Well, the thing is, that's my point. Is like with athletes, it's because I feel like with with entertainers, with art or whatever, you have to be chosen. Someone has to, or someone has to like give you a break or give you help or give yes. you opportunity. Yes. And then it was like, and then niggas get 
they get these breaks or they get these opportunities and then they act like I made it all on my own. Rappers are, rappers are notorious for that. Yes. Nobody helped me with shit. You know, blah, blah, blah. It's like my, your uncle's Master P. Right. And then millionaires. Millionaires yeah. act like that too. Like, mm-hmm. No, because well, I, I heard that. What's that What's that guy's name? That motivational guy? Tony Robbins? No, um, Gary V something. He does. He does the same thing. Where he's like, he's one of those people that's like, I'm the, I'm the tough talking motivational guy. I'm telling him like bootstraps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get off your ass and just do. Like he, in, in his whole story is like, oh, he's a professional drill sergeant. <laughs> no, no, but he, but he like, he like curses like he's like if tony robbins like was willing to curse you out and be like right. stop being a lazy fuck you know what i mean yeah right. like a drill sergeant right. except they're, um, they're not physically beating you and and the thing is it's like he talks all this stuff about hard work and then when people you know when when people call him out for like being a rich kid he's he's like yo you don't know where i came from my family started out poor we we did this this and that and then when my dad died he left me a small vineyard <laughs> And once I heard him say that, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? A small vineyard? (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong. He definitely took that vineyard and turned it into a multi-million dollar empire. I think think that's also his people always want to think that they came through something difficult to create to to create that narrative of like you know everybody is the hero of their own story where they're like they overcame they overcame this adversity but yeah. they don't but like when we we t- we had Earl on the podcast and Earl was talking about how he was the poorest n- family in Brentwood but it's like yeah but that's Brentwood. Like some people live on a house that has wheels underneath it. And they, you know what I mean? And they don't have, they haven't had cable for the first 15 or 20 years of their life. Like, right. you know, your perspective of what being poor is, is just skewed. Right. It's like, yeah. you, you were relatively, you felt poor because you were around all those rich people. Mm-hmm. Right. You were around big vineyards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. had the smallest vineyard in Napa Valley. Oh, okay. They did. So they, I remember reading about this study. I bring it up all the time. I, the, um, and that, damn, I should know what university uh, did it, but they, they test, they, they basically got all these, they paired all these random college kids and they had them play a game of Monopoly, right? Mm-hmm. But before the game, they flipped a coin. And whoever lost the coin toss, so whoever won the coin toss went first, started with 10 times more money, and got an extra die to roll. Right, so that so they were rolling three die. Right, right, right. They had 10 times the amount of money, and, and, they, and they went first. And that person won like 99.5% of the games, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so, and they knew that they started with this advantage. And they, and they still, the winners, almost all attributed their win to how good they are in Monopoly. Right, right, right. They were still like, oh, no, 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 I mean, yeah, I had an advantage, but I'm also really, really good at Monopoly. You know, it's like, pe- pe- that's how people behave with, like, they don't want to believe that they, also, they don't they want to give helped. credit. Yeah, yeah they nothing don't was handed to me sounds better than, actually, people helped me out left and right. You yeah, 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 Which exactly. Is, I mean, I and I've been saying that my entire career that I've so many people have helped me, and I'm glad and I appreciate it. And and you know what? It doesn't change anything that it's still difficult. It doesn't change the fact no. that it's difficult, even with people helping you. It's still not easy. You still yeah. got to be able to seize the opportunity. Almost, almost given. everything I've ever gotten in life 
has just has been from someone helping me. Yeah, I mean, very few things have I have I have I done on my like completely on my own without. I'm talking about accomplishments yeah. without somebody you know giving me a tip or a pointer. For or sure. Well, how money. else? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing happens without word of mouth and recommendation and friendship. Yeah, but that's like, not a good story. I mean, yeah. that, that's the story. I'll t- if I ever make it, I'm gonna be perfectly honest. Like, I don't work that hard. You know, the only only person I've heard be honest about it is Dio Hughley. He was like, I'm, I wasn't the funniest. I wasn't the hardest working one. You know, just lucked out. I got lucky. And uh, I mean, I don't think it was all luck because also it's like the way you handled your luck when it comes. Yep. That's that's a, that matters. You know exactly. But um, but yeah, you have to get lucky. You have to get lucky. <laughs> I love that DL said that. That's great. Yeah, you should look it up. I mean, I, I don't want to misquote him, but that's, that was basically the sentiment of his thing. It was like, nah, I'm not the hardest worker. I wasn't the funniest one. Because that, that, the, the dude that's the funniest one, the dude everybody's like, that dude's going to make it for sure. That's the motherfucker that like dies on the plane. Yeah, yeah. Or know, is too crazy to get it together. That really doesn't make me feel good because that's all the shit I've been hearing for like the last like, oh, three yeah. months is everybody's like, you're, you're, you're going to fucking be a millionaire. You're going to be so funny and all this. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't like how this feels. Yeah, not, <laughs> I don't a, like how this feels at all. I'm not a fan of all. those expectations. With no. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, I, I stop telling me what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, and also, like, it's just, I don't know. It, it just makes me feel like. Uh, or you people go, if you don't make it, then I might as well just jump off a fucking bridge. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, if it if it doesn't happen for you, there's no fucking hope. And I was like, have you seen plenty of people on, on all on all levels yeah, have right. made it? And you, you know? don't even, and you don't even understand how close I am to my plan B. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. I, like constantly on the cusp. Like every other phone call that my dad makes to me, and it's like, when are you going to move home and just fucking work at the plumbing company? Every other time he calls, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm probably like two months away from that happening. <laughs> no, I'm just like, no, because yo, I, I hope all my loved ones realize, like, going back. Like I, just, I watched this, uh, I, I just watched this video of this um, this Instagram star. Like somebody reported her, and it, yeah, I saw her crying because yeah, she had to get a job. And she was crying. I like, love that. But 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 it, I think the the headline was very misleading. Yes, it was. She wasn't saying she wasn't crying because she had to get a job. She was crying because she was like, I worked hard to not have to need a job. Exactly. She and, built something, and now it's being taken away from me. From somebody lying or whatever. And I don't know if they lied on her or why they was reporting her or whatever, but she was make she makes all her money from her Instagram account. And then it mm-hmm. got deleted. And then it got deleted. It go it got suspended or whatever. And mm-hmm. she doesn't know why and what. And so they trashed her with that. Oh, headline. they they dragged her ass to oh the mud. My God. But it was like I feel the same way. Where it's like, yo, because I told myself Well there's, there's sacrifice with that. It, yeah. I mean, I don't know about the Instagram chick, but as far as comedy goes, like I sacrificed having a family. I sacrificed like pursuing another career oh yeah i sacrificed like finishing college like i sacrificed so much just to do this you sacrifice like, finishing you know, college that's, a, that's a spin dude i was <laughs> I, ran out of, I mean i did it no, like, I, I did for sure yeah i was I, making 23 i was making 23 dollars an hour working at and i i was working at the pentagon yeah and then three years later i was doing stand-up and or f- no four years later four years later i'm doing stand-up and working a minimum wage job what the fuck job is paying 23 dollars an hour at the pentagram that, seems, kidding that me? seems low right right I would have, it seems like they were you a you. but i'm a nigga with a gd yeah no no i was in i was on i was on the low security clearance alone is like a million dollars no 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 because well i had the nsa clearance all, it was a million all i had was a security clearance 
Yeah. And I was a subcontractor. So that's another thing. Oh, okay. Actually, I was a sub subcontractor. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. it was like, yeah, you ain't getting, because I'm sure they were making uh, like $150,000 yeah, and giving me like 63000 you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was going up every year. But my point is, my right. point is like, that was the, be- that was the begin, that was the entry level yeah. to this other career. But then it's like, I got that taste of stand up. And I'm like, yo, I am, I want to do this. And so, the, you know, once you make the decision, yeah, like, this yo, created more joy than having money right. did. It was mm-hmm. like, so, yeah. And I told myself, look, once I'm in a position, whatever that means, have I got a struggle or whatever, once I'm in a position where I'm making just enough money to where I don't have to have uh, do this minimum wage thing anymore, I'm never doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I'm not above it. Like, if I have to go back to working at McDonald's or something like that, I might kill myself after two weeks. Yeah, but but yeah. if I have to go back, I'm, I mean, I can yeah. do that. But for at least two weeks. But no one wants. <laughs> no one wants to do that. No, no. one wants to fucking because you, what you're really saying is you should be happy to be exploited. Right. You're, those are the most exploited people. Mm-hmm. People making nothing. The lower people get paid, the more work they usually do. Oh, absolutely. And more their, risk and, they're and subject their job, to. And their job is seen as expendable. So people like look down. It's just like having sleep apnea. Like people mm-hmm. like that's your own fault. Yeah, you know, you don't deserve to make a decent a, a living wage. You you shouldn't be able to buy anything in the place that you work. You yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you failed. Yeah, I succeeded. I it's earned like, everything I had. You didn't. It's like it's literally like you pay me. I'm working at McDonald's. You pay me minimum wage. And th- that means it takes literally it takes an hour of my time for me to buy a meal in this motherfucker. Yep. And, and which which I could make this shit faster than that. God, yeah. well, I think working at, at McDonald's, I just think how every employee has the worst skin I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, that job is poison. It literally Every is. time you go into a McDonald's, I'm watching these people's skin and it's not just teenagers. It's just like, it looks like they work in like a fucking mine. It's like something <laughs> toxic, you know? I mean, they do work with toxins, but I was just like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can work here. Like, it's clearly they're, well, the I mean, cancer rate. Your skin. At, well, every job, but at least, you know what? At least at McDonald's, though, they paying you minimum wage you do one thing yes whereas like mo- like if, it, if it, these mom and pop these small businesses that they, oh, dude, I work. they always using to try to try to not pay people like they go who will destroy small businesses fuck those businesses every mom and pop business expects you to take the burden of their company's success as if you own it they want you oh, to yeah. they want you to feel that preciousness that they yeah, have it's, it's like it's fuck emotional you manipulation. and I work for a job right now a day job I'm only there like one to two days a week but it's $17 an hour which is a decent amount of money but I don't get paid enough to get fucking emails mm. I get six emails a day for my job and I'm like, no, 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 this is an entry level job. I drive a truck for you. I do not get paid to respond to fucking emails. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like bro, the, the mom and pop, every upgraded me the, to the office. I hate mom and pops. I hate Walmart, McDonald's. <laughs> if I have to go back, I am going to a chain. Every minimum wage job I've, Unions. Ever, I've ever done. By the time I leave that job, I'm doing like six jobs. Yes. And you're getting paid for one and there's <laughs> right. no mo- room to move up because their fucking cousin just came in and took over. It's always nepotism and family. Mm. I've, mom and pops can suck my dick. I, they're always an impossible I, working I the, situation. the bar I worked at in San Diego. We, um, we, so my, I mean, my, 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 my mom owns a small company, so I'm, I'm oh, on the opposite yeah. side of this. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, dude, uh, I, feel, like never been. I feel like you're joking. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, so my I, mom started a business and built it up herself. I, I worked at the... Uh, yeah, but she's the owner. She's not an employee. 
Right, but I, but, but being saying, employed, I can tell you from the perspective of being employed and not family with a mom and pop company, they almost always exploit the shit out of you. Oh, yeah. And they never have unions. They never have anything like that. That's well, why they, well, they and, but that's the other thing too is like like my uncle had a small comp a small plumbing company, but he did too much coke, and so they 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 lost the company. And then my mom took money out of her retirement account and started the company new where she was in charge of it. And all of those employees came back because they love my mom because they liked how they were treated because they were treated like they were like their say they were part of the family this was a family business you're part of the family we listen to you like all that shit like and so they and so most of the people still came back and they still you know like there's also six or seven suckers at my job who also feel like they're a part of the family they they pulled their money together to buy my mom (laughs) like a like a, a ticket for her to go on a cruise because she does so much for them you know what i mean like she's still my mom like i still inherited all that for i do tons of people tons of things for other people and it's not for personal gain but i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out when you say you're on the opposite side of what do you i mean i'm pro small business I'm not anti small business. I'm I'm anti I'm anti small businesses that can't survive without underpaying their employees. Like they use like whenever they about to raise minimum wage, they go, "Oh, I'll go out of business." It's like, well, then you shouldn't be in. Business. If I have to pay my employees what they're worth, I won't have a business. Yeah, well, then you don't deserve your fucking business, right? Because no, there's just no rights. Employees should make a, a large percentage of the the wealth that they produce. Yeah, because they're 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 what's keeping it running, right? Mm -hmm. Because like at my last job, I remember I was a bar back Mm -hmm. at um at a pub in 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 San Diego, and I remember um, just schlepping kegs all the time. It it, it was fucking back breaking. It's the most hard physical work I've ever done. Mm -hmm. Like I've been a bar outside the military, and they and they and I remember, and and then we also saw I had to clean at the end of the night too, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and I remember getting a call like. So I, 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 you know, I get in at like three, four in the morning, get home. I wake up at like 10 o'clock. Somebody's calling me. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, there's, um, vomit on the floor somewhere that you missed or something. I'm like, figure it out. You don't pay me enough right, to call like, me at 10 a.m. Okay, so, why don't you fucking mop that shit up then? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what do you want me to come in? I've been yeah, asleep for which, four hours. Like, you what you want me to do? You want me to, you want me to come into work? Is, is is the bar called Simpsons? Uh, right, exactly. No, it's called where O'Reilly's. Where the fuck your name is? Like, if, because if, if this ain't some, because this ain't something you gonna fire me over. So what do you? What are we talking about? And it's probably a rat or something threw up. I don't know. Got into some beer nuts or something. I don't know. But minimum twenty dollars an hour before if you want me to communicate with you off the clock. Minimum twenty dollars an hour. Anything under that, you do not get and, to communicate you know, with me off the that's clock. That's why I was such a bad employee at the store. Um, yeah, is just because I was never enamored. I was never the so, institution. I was no so enamored with the institution that I that that was a that that because I respect the the legacy and all but that. You also know you're but that's a person not enough, with that's rights. not enough to make me be okay with bullshit. working for free or yeah yeah, yeah right. So it's like don't shit, ask yeah. me to do extra stuff. Like I'm not doing that. My I'm a door guy. I'm I do door stuff. I remember a promoter was like, "Hey, can you go find me a?" A, a table like no nigga <laughs> my, my, DJ, my DJ needs to set it up I'm like I'm not the table guy I'm a door guy yeah I'll tell you what a door yeah, go get Guan. Yeah, He'll go, throw go one at see, you. I'll seat the room. Yeah, I'll go, check yeah, ID. Go ask the manager where the table at. I don't know, and I don't give a fuck. I'm not <laughs> doing that. My first day there, I was I was vacuuming. The, the shit had backed up into the the a pipe in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I had to sit there all night with a shop vac. 
and and I and I, and if they because and they they kept promising me like this is not what it's normally like, and I was like, yo, if I have to do this again, I'm no. like I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing I'm not doing extra shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm doing the job description and and nothing more. I mean, I'm, I'm not and I ain't putting in maximum effort. Like I remember, like sitting at the back, <laughs> sitting at the back door sucks because <laughs> your job, at least I don't know what it's like now, but it's like your job is to pick up the slack for three different people, mm-hmm. right? So you gotta you have to watch the back hallway and make sure no one sneaks into the main room or the OR mm-hmm. and you have to watch the parking lot too and there's already people working in those rooms but your job but it's, and there's somebody working in the lot right and, and then and then it, it all comes down on you too because you're at the crux of and, and right you're in yeah. the middle of all that so it's like you're the face so of it. it's like somebody be like Brian why did you let somebody sneak into the OR it's like it's because I was stopping somebody from walking through the parking lot why don't you do your fucking job and my, but my point my, my point is is like um, because I would always get to the point where I'm like, I don't give a fuck about all that. I don't do enough to be doing all that. Exactly. Put a camera up there. Put an extra guy right there. Whatever you gotta do, but it's like I'm not gonna be stressing out about it. Like I do the best I can, but I ain't about to stress out about this. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's not. I don't get paid enough money. I simply don't. We have the exact same work ethic, and I wonder <laughs> if this is something to do with the military. <laughs> Yeah, my work ethic is directly proportionate to how how well yes. compensated I feel. I agree 100%. Yeah. Uh, let's do the gripe of the week. It's the gripe of the week. It's, it's the, the gripe, gripe of the, of the week. week. Josh O'Brien's gripe of the week is people who move to LA and then they just bitch about living in LA. I, I, I'm one of those people, so I, I ain't trying to hear that. Cause, cause, because it's legi- the, the, the thing. The, There's legitimately things. This wrong is with where this the place. work is, so we have to come here. It's not our fault. The city sucks, and it wasn't planned at all. It popped up like a fucking zit. Well, and the thing is, my problem isn't really L.A. It's because well, when I complain about L.A., what I really mean is Hollywood, and what I really mean is the industry, not necessarily the place. Even though the the. Uh, the city planning yeah, is shit LA, cause, here, cause, you know, people Yeah, it doesn't from, make sense. People from here take offense when you complain about the city. But it's like, bro, I'm complaining about the people that run the city, not you, motherfucker. I like, know. I don't care about the, like the people that everyone that's living here is just struggling trying to get back, except for the slum lords that are exploiting everybody and making people feel lucky that mm-hmm. they paying nine hundred dollars right. for a for the rich closet. kids because they, you know, their parents live up in fucking a <laughs> thousand oaks. <laughs> right. And yeah. they, they're just living in that their first house. That's down here. They have in blinders Minnesota. when they drive through MacArthur Park. Yeah, yeah, dude. I think I don't know. LA is an unplanned city, and nothing says you haven't traveled like saying uh, LA is my favorite city. See, I think LA is an overplanned city. I think it just, the plans just keep changing. It's not unplanned. They planned it for sure. This highway system no, looks wait, so unplanned, dude. They, there was people that moved out here, and then they're like, "Oh fuck, this is a city. Let's build some roads around it." That's why none of it makes any oh, sense. Uh-huh. When you go to New York, you see planning. City. Like it works. It moves. There's more people and less space There's in New York, room and it it's easier grow. to get around. Right. They but figured out. They figured out a system where you could have a city, and it, it was able to grow. This this Los Angeles was not prepared for this many people ever. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why um, I just everywhere you go, somebody's like right here in yeah, your but face. Wrong, but was like, but also I have a problem with it because like, what's wrong with people complaining about it? I agree. You can I, love I, it all you want; it doesn't take away from your love from it. I can complain. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> if anything, we're doing you a favor because you're getting defensive and it's strengthening like, your pride. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you said, like you have to move to LA if you want to be in the entertainment industry. Yeah, yeah. Believe and, me, I wish. And it was, this person moved here from another place. I right. wish it was Chicago. It's a better city. It is. It looks better. I wish it was Portland. Julia Naran's gripe of the week is men who refuse to let me hold the door open for them. Oh, this is something like this resonates with me. Fuck out of here. Because, no, you 
get the fuck out of here because sometimes I'm first and I grab the thing and I let you in and they're like, oh no, please, you go, you go. And I'm like, I'm already holding the door open for you. Just go in. But it's like some dude fucking shitty pride thing where they're like, oh no, no, I ha-. like they have to hold the door for me. Yeah, but it's like you damn if you do, you damn if you don't. No, not really. If somebody's open, already holding the door open for you, you you don't you shouldn't expect anyone to hold the door open for you. But if someone is doing it, let them do it. Yeah, I guess, okay, I agree with you on that. Like the people that are like, no, absolutely not. Yeah, the people that are like, okay, no, yeah, please, no, yeah. please. And I was like, just fucking walk through, dude. <laughs> if anything, you're wasting, you're wasting both of our times at this point. Yeah, it's like it's like people that won't cross the street when you slow your car down. You're, like they keep yeah. on the, trying to wave you by. It's like I'm in the car. Yeah, I will get where I'm going faster than you. Just cross the fucking street. I do hate when cars cater to me, though. I'm like, I'm on feet, so I adjust to you. So you keep going, <laughs> and I work around you. That's how it or works. Either way, somebody, somebody make a decision. a decision. But yeah, I'm too like autistic, and usually have headphones and don't make eye contact, so I rarely get into these fucking uh, my, situations. My shit is when you <laughs> is when you hold the door for somebody, and then they use the other door. Oh yeah, that's rude too. Well, it's also just be like, like look around, <laughs> motherfucker. See what's happening. Like, if somebody's if somebody's being polite to you, accept the politeness. How often are people being nice to you anymore when it's not online? You know what I mean? Like, you're having a genuine moment with another human being, and then you had to you had to bring in your fucking old school dude pride and not walk through the door that I'm holding open for you. Fuck you. Um, next grape. <laughs> wow. Grave of the week from Roe Vokey. What up, bro? Is uh, old people. I had to pee behind an old guy at a Starbucks and he just left his pee in the toilet and it was still bubbling. Then an old man stood near my treadmill at the gym gym, (laughs) and farted the most horrific lingering (laughs) fart and then just walked away. So I was just left alone with it. So anyone else who came over would think that I was the one that made the fart. And this old lady at the doctor's office yesterday coughed and coughed and coughed and eventually spit on the floor inside. Okay, wait a minute. It's, how old is this girl? This is your sister. Yeah, she's 38. Oh, wow. She's, she's, she sounds like a millennial. She sounds like... She's more... No, yeah, she's more agoraphobic. She's an elder millennial. Yeah, but it's like... But it's like the, when you old... It's like you're dying in public it's, and it's, it's, it's gross like, to right. be around. Like your concern, like he didn't fart be- so that people would think it was you. He, he has, just could not not He has fart. no anal muscle left. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah, his, his fingers don't eat. Just like a yeah. porn star that only did anal. Yeah. He's got no control back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like like a, old people are just falling apart. Like don't get me wrong, like, I don't want to be around them, but they know how to gripe them. I just avoid them. It is when they cough, it's well, that's disgusting. What you think she, these, <laughs> it's really disgusting. With, she's in these instances where she can't avoid them. Like this is in public. Like she's at a Starbucks. She's at a fucking doctor's office. These people are just there. It's not like they're unavoidable. What are you gonna do? But, Get the fuck away from me, old the person. The piss thing isn't an old person problem. Right, though. that's not old. Yeah. That's just rude. I, I knowing her, I think we could have deleted old and her thing is just people. And she, <laughs> if, she, if she could live in a Unabomber cabin in Montana, I think she'd be happy. Because yeah, the fart thing too, that's not an old person exclusive. I mean it is that anal retention. No, that's not what you call but, that. But, but <laughs> non-old people will fart in a public oh, I situation. Love, I love farting I in I have motherfuckers farting on a plane. Oh, yeah. I love leaving one in an elevator and then no, getting see, off. No, see, we and you couldn't be roommates or nothing. 
Ooh, I ain't trying to gonna have an elevator in our house. No, but just any, <laughs> any situation where like I'm a captive. Well, no, like, no, I, I wouldn't do this to my roommates. I do it to strangers. Would you do it in the car? On a, yes, on, he would. He loves. It's one of his favorite things to do is <laughs> to lock the windows and then rip a car, <laughs> and you can't get it out, and you're just uh, stuck in there. And see, he just I, makes I would, you. I would never ride with you again. <laughs> I'm serious. It's a win-win. I get to torture you and but, not give you rides anymore. Because those are those. That's doo doo particles going on my nose. <laughs> you know what I mean? A, a smell is not just this ephemeral thing. It's like that's particles of shit going up in so your shitting into your nose. You're making yeah. it more fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're selling me. <laughs> it's like I hate it because whatever goes back to Josh's complaint. Like I hate it when people get in the car with me and then complain yeah. about my farts. You know, it's like no, nah, well I don't have a choice. I have to ride with you. <laughs> Travis Carl's gripe of the week is dirty hotel rooms, like mini fridges that stink, stains on the oh, curtains, yeah. water stained ceilings, the whole works. What kind of hotels is he used to stay in? He's a road dog. <laughs> yeah. Road dog. Man, you got to stop working for those sea rooms, <laughs> yeah, dude. If Mr. you upgrade. Mr. Presidential <laughs> Suite. Yeah. Bonkers. He's like, I'm, I'm used to staying in the lap of luxury. <laughs> I'm happy if it's just not, if it's just no, if it's no bed bugs or cum stains, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, we are. We, you were mentioning living in a homeless shelter earlier, so it's going to be tough to get you to empathize with a stinky yeah. mini fridge. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a stinky mini fridge if it works. Tanya Patterson, her gripe of the week is people that don't pick up their feet when they walk. It's like a shufflers. Yeah, it's like a psychotic fucking hatred when I hear that noise, and it drives me insane. Oh, fuck her. Why I are love, you, you dragging your feet? Because <laughs> people can't help. They're like they, people can't help it. People can't help dragging their feet. Yeah, old people can't, but some people shuffle just because they're weird. No, but no, no, but but it's like why you? It's like it's like why are you so irritated by by something that somebody else is doing that's literally not doing anything to you? It, well, it, it might, might have that sound. ASMR shit. Like you know how yeah. some people they hear a newspaper, they freak out or with people that like, when you hear people like. It's like a sensitive sensory disorder. Yeah. I was, no, he just says no. This goes back. To, you were in the Marine Corps, right? Army. Army. What's the same thing? You know how when you know when the way they line you up from mm-hmm. front to back, where mm-hmm. the, where uh, the shortest people are. Yeah. Oh, so the so the, the taller people are the leader are the, usually mm-hmm. the leaders until like what, what, like taking rank out of it. Like mm-hmm. a boot sure. they line you up from tallest to shortest. Anyway, the point is, whenever we on these like forced marches, the taller people are in the front. And Longer sh- strides. Their strides are incredible. And so the, mm-hmm. the short people in the back are basically end up having to run. Yeah, yes. they make to, yeah, right. and, so, and so you're exhausted. That's how it is when I walk with Brian because I'm half his height <laughs> and I have to take twice as many steps to like walk Like Razzo Rizzo. And it's like, it, well, it, hits a point, it hits a point where like in the middle of the, in the, middle of the formation where every, like right when Everybody starts hitting like five, seven, and uh-huh. the, the the dust cloud from people dragging their feet is like you're choked because I'm I'm five seconds I'm in the back, so uh-huh. you're choking on the dust, or somebody behind you is choking on your dust. Yes, and they mad at you and not the people up front. That's like that's walking like they fucking trying to. Especially when I was in Fort Sill, Oklahoma, which is keep, a complete They keep dust everybody bowl. in the back arguing with each other, and they don't see that it's these big tall motherfuckers that are the problem. They're the problem. In I had a guy though behind me in one of these long marches where I I started. To slow down because I got tired. We were like ten miles in. And he just started hit me with the butt of his fucking weapon just to get me to go faster. And then I tackled him, and then we fell into a ditch. And then I got I got in trouble for that. 
But uh, yeah. yeah. Who do you guys think? Uh, who do you guys think got it? Who had the best gripe? We had the. Well, Brian didn't like a single one of them. No, and we're still gonna pick a favorite. <laughs> Is that not normal? No, it's great. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. It's not normal at all. I mean, it's not abnormal. And we make fun of them all the time. So we have the people who moved to LA and bitch about living in LA. We have old people. Um, we have hold the door, lady. Men, men that refuse to hold the do- let you hold the door, and then we have people who don't pick up their feet. I'm gonna say that it was the door lady. Yeah, because I initially I mean, didn't like. Favorite. I initially didn't like her, but I, but, but Karma brought me around. Yeah, she, <laughs> she had a lot of passion there. A lot of what we call Mediterranean passion. She got very Latina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you yeah. guys just shut up. Um, so Julian Duran, you got gripe of the week, baby, for men who refuse to let me hold the door open for them. I tell everybody where to find you on the internet. Um, BS comedian on Instagram. That's the one that matters. Yeah, and you have a podcast. Tell people to listen to your podcast. It's good. I've listened. Yeah, it's one of the few it, I've listened uh, to. Uh, BS with Brian Simpson. Um, the production value is about a seven. The <laughs> content is a eleven. It's fully formed takes on current events. Like it's it's good. Yeah. You talk about whatever's happening recently, and it's fully fleshed out. It feels like it's yeah. good. Yeah, it's great, and it's because like, there's not a lot of. You should podcasts. have it a serious show. Like yeah. Sirius XM. I think you'd be yeah. good on that. There's not a lot of, of like single, like by yourself, like podcasts that is, are listenable with the exception of Bill Burr. And this is, this is the only other one that's like, you do guess so sometimes, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. I yeah. think you'd be good on the radio. Like an uncensored, like a Sirius XM. Yeah. Thing. Where I can say whatever, whatever you want. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Make sure you uh, listen, subscribe to tell other people about us. Uh, write us if you want. NoSirPod at gmail.com. Uh, NoSirPod.com for all of the archived episodes. Brian and I are going on the road. We're going to be in Ontario, California. We're going to be in Tempe Improv. Um, we'll Miami post the dates. Improv. Miami Improv. Thank you so much for listening. We love the fuck out of you. We'll see you next week. No, sir, I don't like it. 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 What the fuck is the fucking matter? I'm like a stupid one.